Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shine With The Sun. I am your host, Sunshine. Woo! (laughs) I have missed you guys so much. Every day I think about my podcast. As you may know, I'm on a cruise right now and with lack of internet and privacy, a lot of noise and all these other excuses. They're just excuses. I have not been able to record a podcast all week. Mm, It's been heavy on my heart. And even though I won't be able to have a song of the week for this episode, I still want to talk to you because there is so much I have to say. Bear with me because this is going to be a really good episode. As you know, we're ending the eclipse with a full moon in Scorpio tomorrow, depending on when you're listening. This is May 4th, 2023. I'm coming to you live from the Bahama Mama. <laughs> and whew, this has been a crazy eclipse season. Well, duh, eclipse and three planets in retrograde Mercury, Mars, and Pluto, the planet of chaos, all going into retrograde. And Pluto and Aquarius, the first time in, isn't it like 23 years? The first time since I was born, Pluto is in retrograde. I'm 23 years old. If you didn't know that, some of you are like, damn, this girl is so young. Some of you are like, damn, this girl's so old. <laughs> But yeah, my first half of the eclipse, I literally was in the jungle of Tulum dying. It's so funny because my first day going to the jungle, we saw two scorpions within five minutes. And I saw a total of like eight scorpions while in the jungle for my first time seeing scorpions for real. And one scorpion was in my luggage after I got back home in Tulum. And I'm It was very foreshadowing because scorpions represent shadow work. Foreshadowing shadow work. (laughs) Scorpions represent shadow work. And that was definitely the theme of my jungle trip. Well, I'm not going to bore you guys with the details, even though, of course, the details are so juicy. But I don't feel comfortable being that vulnerable. But the overall theme for the shadow work was how I make myself small the cages I put myself in and you know we all do it ever since I was young I had this ideology this perspective in me that I totally thought that I grew but I saw that I don't I didn't I still have it in me which is natural that's how my inner teen not my inner child but my inner teen felt so I had to work with her and tell her you are loved you are seen you are adored and you have permission to be your full authentic self I noticed that every time I got too big my whole life people tried to put me in a box you're too loud you're too this you're too hot and it's crazy because I started to book the four agreements just randomly while I was in the jungle. My intuition told me to start it. And that's what the book is about. I accepted those agreements that I am too loud, that I cannot sing, that I'm not beautiful enough. That people will get annoyed from being around me too much because my energy is too much. And I'm too much. And I'm too much. And I need to make myself smaller so people can feel comfortable. And yes, you all know there's a part of me who says, fuck them. Fuck them. And that's easy for me to be, like, around strangers or people I don't know. But around people I love, I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to feel seen. So I always I always had the habit of dimming my lights, hoping that others can be seen. 
dimming my light so I don't blind others. Especially the people I love. Because all my life I was told, my light is too much. Put it away. This is not appropriate. You shouldn't have it in society. Everybody else shines this bright. Why are you shining this bright? Who do you think you are? And I put myself in that box and I held that perspective and I saw how it was crushing my soul. If you listen to my earlier podcast from 2021, I was telling you guys that I was learning how to be small. I, I was learning how to get smaller. And once again, I am so proud I did because you have to be like a chameleon. You have to be versatile. You have to be able to, not you have to, it's good to be able to fit into any occasion. Sometimes it's good to be small. Not everybody's worthy of your light. Not everybody is worthy of seeing sunshine. I something I really learned in 2021. Before I was like, I'm a star, I'm a star. Everybody needs to know. Now I'm like, do you even deserve to know that you're in the presence of a goddess? My roommate in the jungle said, sometimes you have to go incognito. <laughs> Especially when you're the only black person in a room. But that's a whole nother story. And if you say that's not true, well, you should see the difference in people's eyes when they find out I'm African. Not just African-American, that I'm a born and bred Nigerian. They start to treat me differently. But they think they can't all know that. They can't all know I'm an African. So you treat me like an African-American. And you just got to have to go incognito and hide a little bit and not be seen to avoid any problems. And that's good. I'm very proud of me for learning that. But not but. Actually, let me give myself permission to say but. Enough is enough. I can't play small my whole life. It is my divine birthright to be big. God gave me big energy because I am meant to use it. I am harming the world by not stepping into my power. Because I need to be so big, I give other people permission to be big. I need to be so authentic, I give other people permission to be authentic. I need to shine my light so bright, not just to heal other people, because that's not my business, how other people receive it. If my light heals them, let them be healed. If my light hurts them, let them be hurt. That is their problem. I need to shine my light just so I can give other people permission to shine. And this, that week in the jungle, I learned that so much. I saw how I retreated and moved away. And when people were saying, please, son, we need your light. I would say, nope, I'll go back to the agreements. No, you don't. Once I give it to you, you'll hate me. I'll be too much for you. I'm doing this to protect us. Until one I'm getting emotional until one girl came to me and she said, Sunshine, we need you. We need your energy. You don't know what you bring to the table. Nothing's the same without you. We see you. We love you. You're not too much. We need you. And everybody started saying that in the group. And it made me see how the only person that was putting me in that box, the only person who was saying, you're too much, you're too much, is myself. I was domesticated like a dog into thinking these thoughts. And like a good dog, I I am now self-domesticating myself. No one has to tell me you're not good enough anymore. I tell it to myself. And I really saw all the ways I did that. 
that week in the jungle really gave me permission to say, be who you are. Say what you want as long as it's according to love, as long as your intention behind it is attuned with love. Do what you want. How other people receive it is not your business. If you say something and someone gets offended, then that person most likely wanted to be offended. You all know those motherfuckers. <laughs> Who want to be offended at every little thing? Oh, my feelings, I'm a snowflake. Are we going to spend our lives tiptoeing and adjusting to that and fitting under their calabar? No. You say fuck them and you keep going. And it's funny because on this cruise ship I'm not on. After the week in the jungle, of course, you know me, I have to treat myself to a cruise. <laughs> this cruise ship I'm on, I see the reason I had to learn that lesson in the jungle. I keep on meeting people with the same problem. I met this girl. She was asking me what book I'm reading, The Four Agreements. A lot of people have been asking me that, The Four Agreements. And I, was, I started talking to her about it. And I, I could sense that this girl really needs a hug. <laughs> and I was like, you need a hug. Come here. And I hugged her. She kept on trying to pull away. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I said, no, mama, relax into it. And she finally, I f- could feel like she finally, for the first time in a long time, let herself really relax. And she just started sobbing in my arms. She just started sobbing in my arms. And I said, let her out. You need it. I hugged her for about 20 minutes. People on the boat were looking at us like, what are these girls doing? <laughs> and I saw the way she was craving to be held, to be seen, to be loved for who she really is. The only reason I could see that in her was because I was finally able to see it in myself. And I told her the words that I heard that changed my life. I said, I see you. I love you. You are enough. You are loved exactly who you are. Don't change for anybody. Don't pretend. Don't put on a show. Be you. The world needs you. She just started sobbing in her. She should have seen her. She said, no one has ever said that to me. And I said, if you ever need a hug, come to me. I will say it to you every day. And I really saw my reflection in her. Because I know how it feels to feel like you're too much. And let me tell you, this girl is a very, like, I've seen her on the boat many times, dancing it up and living and talking to everybody and being friends with everybody. And I can tell because that's how I am. People who are like that, they do that because they want the same energy. They care for everybody else because they want to feel cared for. But that's the paradox. You're so busy caring for everybody else. You're not caring for yourself. You're caring for everybody else. Everybody sees you as a caretaker. And they think, oh, you don't got to care for her. She got it. She's always on top of her shit. And I told her, let me be the one that cares for you. You're tired. Rest. Let me pamper you. Stop caring for everybody else, hoping that they will care for you. Find the people who say they love you and then love them. 
Stop trying to convince people that you are worthy of their love. Do people please You cannot people please your way into being loved. Meet the people who love you as you are and then love them back. That is your soul tribe. You're trying to fit into everybody's box. You will forever be a slave to their opinions. I met a group of people who all had the same problem. I saw my reflection in them so deep. And I couldn't help but think, thank you universe for bringing this knowledge into my life, into my heart, so I can share it with the world that you are enough, truly You are big enough. You are small enough. You are smart enough. You are beautiful enough. You are everything enough. You are not too loud. You are not too big. I was telling the group, the people I met, (laughs) I turned into a pastor. (laughs) I get a group of people, I stand on my paw parade, but not like in a demeaning way. But that's, I don't know, I always get into that role. This group of people were asking me how to solve the problem I'm talking about. How they can be more authentically themselves. And I said the issue is you're playing a hip-hop beat. Say you're playing a hip-hop beat. Boom, ba-da, boom, boom, ba-da, boom, boom, ba-da, ba-da. And someone says, I don't like hip-hop. I like techno. The natural human reaction, because we want affection, we want love, we want acceptance, we want attention. We turn the hip-hop beat off and we start looking for a techno beat. What can I do to make you feel better? What can I do to serve you? What can I do to fit in? I gotta find a techno beat. That makes our hip-hop beat wrong. And that is false. There is nothing wrong or false about the beat we choose to play. If someone else wants to hear techno, if someone wants to hear a country, if someone wants to hear different music, let them go find people who play that tune. They have no right to complain about the tune you're playing just because they don't like hip-hop. They can walk away or cover their ears. They got options. It is not your responsibility to change your beats to a drum that they like. And the people who come up to you and say, oh, wow, I love that beat. That's a great song. Boom, 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 boom. Play it louder. Boom. That's your tribe. And that's the only people you need to worry about. Or maybe the people who are versatile and they like country, they like hip-hop, they like electro. And when they're with you, they vibe with your hip-hop beat. When they're with someone else, they vibe with their country beat. When they're with someone else, they vibe with their rock beat. They don't go around saying, you gotta change for my standard. You gotta beat to my drum. No. And that's how you find your tribe. By unapologetically playing your hip-hop beats and letting those who rock with you rock with you letting those who don't rock with you get the fuck away from you it's so often it's so it's normal to be told that you need to change to fit into society and it comes from an inherited fear of social acceptance because back in the day if you weren't accepted by the crowd if you weren't accepted by the group 
you got shunned. You got banished into the evil forest and forced to fend for yourself. And you most likely died. Because like we say, it takes a village. It takes a village to help a, a person really grow. But we're not back back in our ancestors' age. We're not back in 1600 or 500 BC. We can be independent for ourselves. That's the good part. And the even better part is that we don't have to be. Now with technology, the internet, we can find a soul tribe anywhere in the world. You don't have to change yourself to fit in. Even if you live in a place where everybody in your city, in your state, in your country likes electro, you can find somebody in a different country and befriend them who loves your hip-hop beat. And that is the beauty of our day and age. We have more outlets available where we can be ourselves. Because when you're yourself, you can attract everything that you truly want. That's why a lot of people manifestations aren't coming to them. Because they're not coming from an authentic place. Why do you want to attract a lover just so you don't feel single? Because being single is quote-unquote bad. Do you truly want a lover? Do you truly want someone in your life? Do you truly want the responsibility? Or do you just want a lover because everybody has a lover and you're the only single friend in your friend group? Your manifestations aren't coming because they're not coming from a place of authenticity. They're coming from societal pressures. You're manifesting a new car just to fit in. You're manifesting a new this just to do that. You're manifesting a new vac- a vacation just for the Instagram post, not because it's what truly aligns with your soul. Maybe you're tr- manifesting a trip to California when you really want to just go to the mountains. But a trip to California looks far better and cooler on your Instagram feed. You get what I'm saying? Your authenticity is your superpower. Your sensitivity is your superpower. All the things that make you weird is your superpower. Because how great does it feel to find people who are weird like you? And you can be real with and authentic with. People you can let go around. You don't have to (gasps) tighten up the hatches, batten up the hatches. We are tight. And twist it all day in our families. I hope you're not. But it's normal. We aren't truly accepted. We're seen as weird in our schools, in our jobs. We can't really be ourselves. We have to be professional and wear this mask. Isn't it exhausting to be around the people you call your friends and wear a whole nother mask? Let's put the mask down. Put it all away. And be authentic. Let our guard down. And be us. And if someone judges you for it, tell them to mind their fucking business. They have nothing better to do. Tell them to go read a book. Go Tell them to go listen to my podcast, Shine With The Sun. <laughs> if someone's out there bugging you for doing what you're doing, say you obviously have nothing better to do with your life. Here's a podcast I like to listen to. <laughs> it's funny because someone was telling me, one of the people in the group was telling me how when we got down from the beach, when we got done done with the Bahama beach, and we were going back to the cruise ship, everybody was washing their feet. And she said, I don't want to wash my feet. I love the sand on my feet. Why do I have to wash my feet? 
And then a guy, a random guy looked at her and said, because if you don't, you're weird. If you don't wash your feet, you're weird. Don't you see everybody else doing it? And she said, then maybe I'm weird. And kept going. And like I said, it's easy to do that with strangers. You're never going to see them again. But say it was your mother or your boss who told you to do that. Do you still have what it takes to stay in your authenticity then? That's the tricky part. And that's what we're learning to do. And I hope this full moon tomorrow helps you to connect back to who you really are before society shackled you. It's not even society. You shackled yourself. And I hope I can help you unshackle the chains you choose to wear. It is time to evolve and move on. It is time to become alive again. Become your true essence. We keep asking for freedom, but stay in a cage that we create for ourselves. The door is unlocked. You have the freedom to move out of it. Why are you still limiting yourself? Leave it all behind now. Destruction is the only way out. Destroy all the shackles you put on yourself like Samson in the Bible. You have a higher purpose. And all higher beings are waiting to help you. Tap into this. Know that you are loved. Accept this. This full moon is also in Kali. It's Kali's blossom moon. If you don't know, Kali Ma is my goddess. (sighs) Hey, Kali, I just say her name. I feel her presence. She's my goddess, and I love her so sincerely. And this moon is actually dedicated to her in the Sanskrit tradition. May 5th, look out for it. She will be killing a lot of egos. If you look her up and you're like, she represents death, I'm scared. Well, there needs to be death for there to be new life. The death of the winter brings the flowers and the bloom in the spring. Let us all die and shed our skin so we can re- get reborn like a caterpillar, turn it into a butterfly. Ooh, I can't wait to see how beautiful, beautiful butterflies we all will be. Oh, and fun fact, you know, you know that if you try and help and break a butterfly out of its cocoon before it's ready, it won't be able to fly because the forcefulness and the hardship it has to go through to be able to break out of the cocoon is what gives its wings the flexibility to fly. And that is what we are doing right now. We are pushing out of the cocoons and breaking out of our cocoons. It may be hard. It's not supposed to be easy. But that strength it's taking is going to be what helps us and enables us to fly. Don't forget that, please. Everything you're going through is for you to evolve and grow and to be the person you were meant to be. Ooh, aren't you excited for the growth? It's like a, it's like a plant budding its leaves and sprouting out, out from the dirt. It's not easy. You have to go through all this dirt to get out into the sun. But my dear, it is so worth it. I love you all so much. Stay bright. Stay beautiful. Remember, you are a god. So shine with the sun. LLC. Mwah.
I hope everybody who hears this message feels the love embedded in it and it helps them grow. I say.